Hey, how's everyone, how's everyone <laughs> doing? My name is uh, Chetley, and uh, thank you and welcome to the Muddy Past podcast, which has a really good ring to it. Um, we're just sitting here in the van, just going uh, crazy with these topics here. Um, I'm sitting with uh, Kendra here and Matt. You guys want to say anything? Uh, yeah. Hi, my name is Matt. I have basically just been destroying every perception that was previously built and trying to start back from scratch actually observing reality for what it is and it's becoming more and more interesting and we find out that we know less and less of what we would call truth or reality about our recent past and everything beyond that's even weirder but yeah yeah it's, it's uh, empowering to know that you know nothing it is as sad mm-hmm. as it sounds Kendra you say anything uh yeah hi I am Kendra uh I second that uh, definitely, um, very elated to start this journey of trying to uncover anything honest about our past or just observable in our present. And it's been a great journey. I really want to like jump in quick to this mud flood and kind of, th- cause so much, and there's so much information and there's so much I want to talk about. Uh, but I first want to get started with how we all got started in this because it, it happened not too long ago. And I know I was in Canada at the time. I mean, Matt, yeah, I don't know you, you, if you want to say some stuff about this and how you got started, but Matt's the one that opened me up to it and with some architectural things. But I, if you want to say a little bit about how you looked into it. Yeah, I mean, kind of the same thing. I was just getting into people like New Earth, looking at different perceptions on our reality. I thought I knew everybody with uh, Machu Picchu and Pumapunka and all the different megalithic sites like the pyramids so i thought that i knew all that side and new earth showed me that there was so much more so many more civilizations and stuff that we just didn't know about so while looking into that i found a guy that would kind of mirror her channels philip dresheenan from Mm -hmm. russia and he called this thing about the mud flood of the 19th century and again like flat earth i'm like freaking idiots this giant flood in the 1800s like where do these people come up with this stuff yeah. And then I started showing his information, and this was like 2016, 2015, probably 2016, and looking at his information is mind-blowing. And then the first time I took a trip, Hot Springs, Arkansas, I looked, I saw it with my own eyes, buried buildings, like entire floors of shopping districts under streets, yeah. um, really weird stuff. And then you just start looking into the histories and the past of what happened at every town, and it Every just town. it just really makes you look at anything that looks like it's old, anything that looks like it's built better. And we can go on. I don't mean to no I'll go for much, it. No, but, that's the thing is we have all the yeah. time in the world. Okay, so yeah. uh, like with that, you have the colonialistic neoclassical style that's everywhere. And when yep. you start looking at that and look at the quality and the size and the grandeur of everything, you realize that it's not really recreated, mm-hmm. um, either in longevity of what was built after. Or the scale, or the beauty, or the complexity. So what happened? Why was stuff built better then? Why is it all oddly buried in 5 to 15 feet of evenly applied soil? Um, Why is there basements that are just completely buried, covered with mud? Why do all these towns have a past of serious flooding and we just built on top of it? Or they completely burnt down looking like World War II? Or, I mean, like what happened? Definitely. 1812... Tunguska, not that wasn't 1812, but you know 1812 is crazy. Tunguska is crazy. Oh, yeah. 
Um, the whole timeline is pretty ridiculous. Everything's yeah. crazy. And then just all this supposed raping and pillaging of the world when all this beautiful infrastructure was built that appears to, like, yeah. give, you know, praise to Greek and, you know, mythology's yeah. past. Yep. Yeah. You know, Where's Chicago, 1893, World's Fair, all the World's Fair. Oh, my gosh. The Crystal Palaces, 1850s, you know, and then these things that are built out of iron and crystal, which are both fireproof, burned to the ground. Yeah. Yep. And then they talk about how, like, 10 different fire brigades tried to put it out. It's like, how did it ignite? Yeah, that's the you thing. Know? No, that's just the somebody thing that... knocked over a lantern. If I, you look, I Yeah. If you look at the pictures you know 1850s mind you and photographies out there there's so many aerial photographies mm -hmm. that they say are right. taken from balloons or whatever right but you have all these beautiful pictures taken from high elevations of areas that look like they are bombed the heck out and you know deserted. Yep. and yeah deserted you, you just have such a wide range of these horror stories and not saying that bad things didn't happen but not only did all these bad things happen but they all have different stories. None of them were collectively associated. Yeah. And then yep. it's, it's... they all got mud flooded sometime in the not so distant past. Yep. You know, and, and we're talking recent people. We're talking like last hundred years shady shit happened. Hundred and fifty mm -hmm. years ago shady oh, shit yeah. happened. And like two hundred years ago shady shit happened. That's whenever the majority of it too, because that's when the timeline like I've whenever I first got into it in Canada and with the church architecture and like actually like you know first off i never even imagined you know i always thought europe and all these amazing architectural places but and then i go to canada and then still focus on america and then see some of the exact same stuff here that are in other places that they say you know these the roman and like all these great people built but how do the ones over here get built how do all these over here like and then you start seeing all the ones that were tore down and destroyed and stuff and you're like just why just, yeah, how did then, this stuff happen like Sorry. No, you're good. No, I well, was just saying the churches. That's how I got started with it. And then you, you know. get into this, and then you find out about this thing called star forts. And then there's thousands of star forts all over the world. And each one of these star forts has millions of bricks, right? This world was built with billions and trillions of bricks by people that no longer exist that did beautiful things with it, whether it be aqueducts, mm -hmm. tunnels, um, whatever. Yep. And they're all attributed to whatever sparse people lived there at the time. Romans, whenever it's anybody in Europe, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Mesoamericans, whoever, anywhere else, but they look all pretty collective, collective in design, collective yeah. in teaching, collective They're in brick very... manufacturing, whether it be a Russian Orthodox church yep. out in the middle of Siberia where nothing around it can support it or bring the 5,000 metric tons of brick to the site, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. infrastructure, infrastructure, yep. infrastructure for any of it. How does it happen? Yeah. How do you my... build the um... canal that's 40 feet wide, 50 yep. feet deep? On all these perfect angles, line it with megalithic blocks, fill it with water, and yep. then build a city underground underneath yep. it. Um, People always freak out about the Panama Canal, but there's so many yeah. other canals, yeah. right? So many others, you know. In, intercoastal highways, all that stuff has sh shady pasts. Yep. You know, there's some pretty interesting you know, feats of modern marvel that the ancient world did that we just like write off. Or you know, don't these, know how oh, to use. Yeah. Like these India temples, you know, where you have... The temple six, seven hundred feet tall, made out of again millions of mm. precisely cut whatever stones, bricks. Yep. I don't know. It looks like sandstone, elaborate, yeah, but and... still elaborately designed and constructed. And then there's these elaborate right angle moats. I don't know how deep, but they look immaculate. Yeah. And then you do high altitude photography around the area, and there's no depression, yeah. no, no hump in the near surrounding area. So where totally. did the soil get taken to and move? You know, yeah. where was the material and for? How? Yeah, all of it. 
that was my thing is I and that's and people I think everyone understands that a piece of the history is not right because in history class two I mean everyone I would remember talking about the Egyptians and how they built the pyramids and people were just like that's not possible you know people just are not like pulling up these things with their back and like six guys pulled together pulling these huge metric like just tons of like huge blocks up like they in perfect non shape non perfect cut I mean everything just perfect seven yeah I mean there's symmetrical. always that exactly and so that's always just like a for me growing up I love history I mean a lot of people love history and it was that sense of like that's not right but it has to be somewhat right because they wouldn't lie right that's slaves, the feeling. Slaves, yeah. slaves, exactly. Slaves, yeah. slaves, slaves. Yeah. And everybody killed everybody. Everybody yep. was a slave to everybody. Everybody wanted everybody in servitude. Yeah. You can't relate and if you because didn't, we're not that. If you didn't violent. worship your master and tote the line, yep. you know. But then the crazy thing is, is we built all these crazy things. Well, that, that's a joke. That's a what joke. I'm saying. Yeah. Those things really didn't happen. Yeah. Possibly at some point in time. Right. Obviously, well, a lot of them have defensive purposes. But so then they tell you right after crazy that. People, they, killing people. They tell you right after that, though, the medieval times happened, and then we didn't do anything for a thousand years. Like, it's just that's that's what I. I think yeah, a lie, the dark you know? ages. The dark ages, that, yeah. yeah. Just like I think that whole period's just a big lie. Maybe a thousand years just put it on and just made up crap, all crap, because it just doesn't make any sense in how they were. They think they were so stupid. I just don't <clears> get that at all. Well, that thousand years allows stuff like okay, the pyramid and the Sphinx is buried in sand, yep. and Greece is rubble, but the you know monument and dc's not and whatever well oh, yeah. we put a thousand years out here this you know everything like i always normal, said there's no right? difference between yeah. chicago fire 1871 and like digging out of rome oh yeah there's like right. no difference in the two if you were to like hey what do you see these two well the place that got devastated yeah yeah war Definitely. zone but then you look you, you know? say you say the chicago and you're fire. like well this one's 2000 years ago and this one's 140 Yep. Yeah. Like, whoa, okay. Yep. And I'm just talking with the 2000, pretty much any years that any of us say are going to be just to give you a perception. Oh, I don't yes. think any of us yeah. are going to quote Actually, facts. Yeah. We're True just, that. just going to like say our current perception on information that we've received. Yes. And we don't want anybody quoting us on anything. We don't want anybody believing us on anything. We just, just, we just don't open know. your mind. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we don't know. Open your minds because we've had our minds blown. And we're pick again like putting the pieces again. back in our brains and trying to like get new circuits built out of them. So yes, and so yeah. again, it's gonna go. You know, I mean, we're gonna go through a lot of topics here, which is so exciting because uh, we've been wanting to do this for a long time. But what we want to like pick out here too is that it's the small details that a lot of us don't look into. You know, they tell us these events, but they don't tell us the small details of of things you you need to know in order to believe the event, I guess. So like, Correct. The, yeah. So the Chicago fire, like you believe like, okay, like a fire happened, like you see fires now taking out stuff. Like it's, it's possible. But then you think about how, how sophisticated, go look at pictures of this time period and what the buildings looked like. And, and then look at the story behind the fire and how they say a cow hit a lantern. This is a yeah. true story. I mean, they mm -hmm. think a cow hit a lantern knocked and knocked over. a lantern, started the fire and the winds were just crazy. And you know, everybody built, crappily back then and they didn't have this municipal infrastructure and all that but you look at the rubble and you look at the stuff and they were industrialists they were technologically advanced they built with iron and stone yeah and looks like they got taken out with technology or bombs like everybody in the past you know yeah. stuff's leveled nobody ever wonders why like not greece i keep saying places like that but think of any destroyed building yeah mm -hmm. and there's like pieces of it just everywhere mm -hmm. what happened right 
You know, were they trebucheting or whatever? Those into oblivion? No. Because, like, once the people are dead, you, like, quit attacking it. Yeah. You're not going right. to, like, keep smashing it, but just only part of it, you know. Was like, it, like, a one-hit? Like Yeah. Was it tech? Was it yeah. bombs? Was it, I mean, Natural? obviously stuff existed in our past that we don't know about. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You I know, believe that. These ancient pillars that have rebar in them. Um, you know, water pipe in caves that, like, have rock formations growing around them. I mean... Yeah, I think one of the most interesting things for me, too, that, like, kind of changed my world was whenever I saw the buildings that used to be in New York City. Like, when I, go ahead and look oh, in. Yeah. Just look it up. I mean, look up top 20 buildings <laughs> that were destroyed in New York City in the last 100 years. And they'll show you the buildings, and they'll tell you these ridiculous stories of, like, needed to be destroyed to build apartment building. And it's just not it, not even close to, to glory. Cheaper to tear like, apart than yep. to rebuild, even though it's such incredible architecture. And that's what's so crazy is that there's no sense. I mean, especially nowadays, if you say you're going to go tear down this, uh, the Capitol building or whatever, like just some ridiculous, beautiful architectural building, there people would come at you with everything to stop you. Everything. It's not the bakery down the street. Yeah, but these buildings were all destroyed. I mean, with no, with no one trying to stop them. That's my thing. Is like I don't get how that yeah. could have even happened. I don't get it. I mean, I really don't because these these buildings are unbelievable in the eyes of even today's. I mean, like the, the first building in New York that was a steel built building. I mean, its story is it had 400 foot like truss system oh, yes, this that is went hilarious. underground 400 foot all the way to bedrock. Whoa, what? Yeah, because, you know, they were worried that wow. the weight and, you know, the steel structure, they didn't know how to perform. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to be extra sure. And, you know, so they dug out 400 feet or however, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And basically did trusses, you know, X'd oh, wow. out trusses, yeah. kind of like Eiffel Tower-esque, all the way to bedrock. That's crazy. That's and insane. I, I want to say that it, that might be the Flatiron. The Flatiron is very interesting in New York, just all the yep, different things it that is. it had has had happen through it. <clears throat> well, that's another interesting thing, the underground. Yes, underground. Just all the tunnels, just uh, yeah, everything's interesting. And it's the stories. It's the, it, it's it's exactly. only interesting whenever you hear what they tell you. It's like and that's like you not said, right. they tell you just enough to where you're like, oh, they know the small details, so they obviously didn't mess yeah. up the big one. Like the cow knocked over it, yeah. and then you find yeah. out that in you know uh, Philadelphia when it burned, it was it Philadelphia? <clears throat> I think it's Philadelphia. One one of the cities that appears to have like mud flood damage and has like an entire city underneath its streets yes, that's it yep. um had a guy knock over a glue pot and a glue pot caught on fire and it burnt the whole city down and the people were like well it'd be instead of cleaning up this place we're just going to build on top of it it's like when do you ever build on top of burnt rubble mm-hmm. you know everything's yeah. fire damage oh, yeah. no, every stable. you know you would never build what on was top the of story rubble. of the the chinese uh, oh yeah, Chinese town in Pendleton, yeah, Pendleton, Kansas, or something like that. Um, they found a pothole. Pothole opened up in the 1980s, and they're like, "Oh, it's really interesting." When we dug it out, it wasn't like any other pothole. <sighs> it turned out there was a whole town underneath there. We didn't know about it, <laughs> but thought? we know that it was built by the Chinese to get away from liquored up cowboys, and it was complete with shops and you know storefronts and all oh, that. My gosh. So you have this whole underground town buried. That was built by Weird. Chinese people getting away from liquored up cowboys, but it wasn't known about. I mean, yeah. which we just swallow it. But if you actually well, take it apart for what it is, they're telling you a story because if they didn't know about it, how in the heck could they know who built it? 
Yep, yeah. exactly right. How in the heck could they know the reasoning for the people building it? I mean, that's like two bullshit things that they could not know if they totally. didn't even know it existed. Yeah. Totally. So whenever you start looking at stuff through that, which is like simple logic, that's but we have to fun. do it, oh, yeah. then, yeah, that's when it gets fun because oh, yeah. everything has that same story. I think uh, one of my favorite personal experiences on this was... Uh, so we were looking at history in our own local area, and one of our towns um, is historic, and so we were reading one of their signs, Chetley and I were, and they had described that in 1870, a fire had come in and swept out the whole town except for one building, which was the Masonic Lodge. So that alone was interesting, but then earlier this year during rainy season, um, we had a flood that opened up to an open channel that was about two stories down underneath a parking lot. Remember that, Matt? Yep. Yeah. So clearly there was, there's more city under there that yeah. we just built on top not, of. Not just an open, an open channel. What happened is in a parking lot water started gurgling out of the ground so we're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> not us this is society yeah and then so they go out there with their track hoe and dig it up and then they're like holy cow it's a huge cavity so they like try to figure out what's going on mm-hmm. end up unearthing 12 to 18 feet down an arch tunnel that went over like an old river yeah. or spring yeah and it was covered up in some event Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they built the t- an arch tunnel and then they backfilled it with 18 feet of dirt. And they're like, fuck that tunnel. <laughs> because why else would that happen? Yeah. So yeah. Right. whatever water was either now going above ground and they just didn't worry about it. And then cue till there's no more dirt. Mm-hmm. And huh. then they're like, oh, let's fix this. But nobody's like, why? Why, why yeah. did all this material get brought in here and covered it? You know? Yeah. That's and the thing then, is no one ever And then asked. these towns have... Yeah. Roads like Mud Street, like right up yeah. above that street, exactly. is called that Mud Street. Is Mud Street, and the buildings, ironically, are two stories in the front and three stories in the back. But we yep. never question it. Not to mention, these people are amazing at building in stone, yeah. like ancient yeah. past. That no problem cutting rock, moving rock, building with rock. That's true. That's so true. And they like to build the first floor underground, not basement style. Just full on windows <laughs> looking at the dirt. <laughs> yep. You know what gets interesting though is whenever you is when you really dig in, like you said. I mean, it's the small details and stuff. And so you look into this little like these mishaps in history and stuff. You see that, but then you start putting things together, and and it leads to so like in the early 1800s, all these events happen, and, and we'll give a timeline in a second too of just kind of all these events, so you guys can uh, be on the same page. But like my topic is is just how crazy it is. You see these events happen. And then all of a sudden these child laborers come out of, you know, nowhere and like it's a huge problem that these children are working all mm-hmm. these crazy hours and we have all these laws now come into effect and where are all the parents? I mean you look at all these pictures of of what was going on back then and you see – guess what you see? I mean you see kids and only kids and even we saw, we saw pictures, Kendra and I, of kids dressed in cop uniforms like they were the cops. Yeah. And it's just weird when you look into all this stuff. It's hard to find those ones that are really hidden in there because they've gotten rid of a lot of them. But if you look in books and look at libraries and stuff about the time of child labor laws and stuff like that, it's crazy. Uh, Industrial Revolution, absolutely crazy. And then you see all that happen. But then whenever I went and asked my grandparents, you know, like, you know, what was your mom and dad like? And and no one ever does this anymore. And, like, I asked them. And then I asked them if they knew their grandparents. And he's like, no, no, they actually didn't have any. They grew up without parents. It's like, what, what? They died young, or they were yeah. adopted young, or... What is that about? Yeah. You know, 
their cousins. Yeah. And, you know, those pictures, you either see a bunch of kids or you see nobody. Yeah. Like, you've never seen these pictures flooded with the amount of adults that it should have taken to even <clears throat> move the material to build these cities. Yeah, and the, and the beginning of photography, a lot of times, yeah, there's completely built-up cities mm-hmm. that are devoid of people. Yeah, Devoid absolutely. of smoke, whether That's it be so from weird. cooking yeah. yep. fires or heating fires. Um smoke. You know, St. Petersburg, you know, different photos of Paris, different, you know, everywhere. A lot of weird photos. Not not all the places, but there's definitely enough that are weird. And that's something else that we have to realize, too, because a photo could be taken from any timeline and be attached to any timeline. I don't know how much you guys have seen, you guys being the people listening, have seen old photography, but I've seen some stuff that's just so insanely high resolution that it makes you know a digital camera under a thousand bucks a mm. joke oh yeah and it's like 1860s you know wow um i mean they had no problem with high res stuff and that's what's so crazy yeah. is i i'm at the point of thinking that they you know if, even if they did three you know thousand two thousand years ago have all this technology we have now and better like, again, like, we would only have the proof of the things that would last, stone and stuff like that, like photos and all these things wouldn't last. I mean, we sh- we that's why we don't see any of it. We don't have any evidence of it. I mean, things Or stuff that doesn't fade. get burned in the Spanish Inquisition exactly. or by the firefighters of Fahrenheit 451 style. Oh, my realities. gosh, yeah, there's so many things, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's just that, it's that it's so interesting to think that we could be just, like, another reset moment, you know, like... I mean, who knows who's resetting it? Humans are, I mean, who knows? Power yeah. power and, beyond our And being. what he means by resets, like, there's obviously been multiple different events, not only recent, but even what appears to be over, like, say, thousand or more years. You yeah. know, I believe oh, in, yeah. in the Great Flood event, some sort of thing. I don't know if that's what put the sand over the pyramids and messed up the megalithic sites. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's that. There's the weird fulgurites out in the yep. desert. There's the Libyan glass. I mean, there's the... What are they called uh, in India? They're, They're... They have, like, flying saucer weaponry stuff, and they have, like, oh, yeah, atomic weapons about, yeah. and stuff. I want to say, like, the Krishna or something. Krishna I don't know what sounds it about is. right, yeah. But crazy stuff happened a lot. Yeah. Damn. You know, the bays that I showed you, the Carolina bays that look like explosion. Oh my impacts. gosh, all so that's oh, what's yeah. weird too is the Google Every, Earth. All of it. Yeah. I mean that's look up said, just where weird. Do you begin? Uh, yeah, you anything know? in yeah. Google Earth. Yeah, totally. But they put it Zoom right there in front of your face, you know, I think it's that's so part funny. Of it. That's what I like. That's what's empowering because all the information's there. So yeah. it is just a big lie. Yeah. yeah. All and then find out what the lie the is, and yeah. that's probably what I think we should talk about. Um, I think so too. No, I agree. And I think that we should take a little break and then we'll come back after this uh, just to get back going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll be back. See ya. Bye. And (laughs) welcome back, guys. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, Thanks for having uh, us here with you and and listening. We just kind of want to start. I wanted to start with the timeline, kind of, and just kind of give you guys an idea of the most recent timeline, I guess I should say. Uh, we don't really know the, all of it yet, but just kind of a sense of what we're thinking. In the early 1800s, and I, I, you guys, I want you guys to chime in as well, but there were some really interesting things that happened, some very interesting interesting things, starting with the 1812 War of 1812, well, and, and people mostly don't even know about that. You know, it's crazy, but what other, like, 
timeline events do you guys want to say in that time period? It's a lot. Well, I just want to say that on all of these, the supposedly is silent, but definitely there. These are our supposed events oh, yes. that happened in the 1800s. Not oh, the our, supposed is silent. Yes, this yes. is our supposed timeline, not our yeah. time, not even our supposed timeline. Their supposed timeline. Yeah. Well, Matt, go, I mean, you, you told me about, because I forgot about the War of 1812 and, and kind of like the facts of the event. Can you kind of share with well, I mean, not not only just War of eighteen twelve, yeah. but we have the War of eighteen twelve. We have the New Madrid Fault, um, which was we, also eighteen twelve. Correct. Right? We have the the Napoleonic Wars. Um, we have this comet that did weird shit, yeah. um, which is crazy. I mean, that, you know, again, a lot, lot of weird stuff happened. Not only all the time, but definitely in eighteen twelve and that surrounding time. Yeah, the worst volcano um, eruption. Uh, the one of two of the worst hur- hurricanes as well happened then. Yeah, I don't know about the hurricanes, but yeah. Devastating stuff all over the place. Were were they connected? Were they not? Who knows? Our history that we're told is not connected. In fact, there was a thing called the Napoleonic Delusion that was coined. If you didn't believe the official story, if you didn't attribute the burned down attack cities to a Napoleonic siege, then you had the Napoleonic Delusion. And then these people supposedly, I guess, thought that it was from comets. Yep. Like comets brought these down. <clears throat> which that's weird stories in itself. Yeah. And that goes along with the fire of Chicago, 1871, comments mm-hmm. that were happening in the area and burnt down uh, farther northern cities and also Michigan and, and whatnot, which is interesting. But that's probably for another time. But oh, yeah. yeah. Really weird timelines, 1812. And then we jump right into the Civil War. Yeah. You know, after that, same thing. People think of going around with cannons and these... Yeah firing lines and then you look at the city Locally. destruction and again it looks it like match. bombed out it doesn't match chaos. At all. Yeah. yeah it's unbelievable cannonballs are not yeah yeah little cannonballs are not doing this devastation and then mm-hmm. you know all of it and it's just the devastation that's the thing is that uh, like just look at the, some of these pictures that they say are from the timeline it does not make any sense at all and then like wiping out cities and towns and like just how do they all look the same yeah Sher- sherman's brigade how when they were marching and they would supposedly take the railroad tracks and like tie them in pretzels and stuff, you know, heat them up and tie them in pretzels so that they couldn't be usable. And again, how do you do that? How do you put yeah. enough heat into a rail if they did yeah. it that way? Yeah. Like yeah. out in the field, your troops with your muskets, toting your cannons, and you're building <laughs> yeah. these massive fires to heat these things up red hot, yeah. packing and then your pounding them. But no one ever asked that, you know? Yeah. We have pictures of it, we have drawings of it, and stories of it. And then. And then they're chisels and, again, and ropes. It's the little details, and we're like, we know everything. Yeah, but then some of the it. other bigger things, just like bigger things, is giants. It's seeing giants around this time period, and a lot of the time, like during this time of like with the buildings, and like a lot of the New York ones, you look at like this 15 story building being 300 feet tall, being that each floor is 15, you know, like it's yeah, weird. 20 feet. And... Yeah. yeah. Massive floors. It's huge, and doorways huge floors. And... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but no one looks at the structural. They look at the building and say, oh, it's 15 stories. Mm-hmm. But if you were to get the mathematical measurements of inside and how the ceilings were so high on every single floor what the heck was going on and then you look at there when yeah, jump in, jump, and... yeah jump in too fast on the on the giants for sure but yeah. <laughs> it is it is that crazy folks like seriously yeah like are there might have been giants and are not in occupying buildings that we still have standing today that's yeah. the reality Absolutely. we don't know what that timeline is 300 yeah. 100 yeah a thousand so who knows? You know, we're no, talking buildings built out of granite, buildings built out of brick, 
two, three foot thick walls, resurfaced up teen times, you know, re-roofed, roofed in mm -hmm. copper, roofed in whatever. Power I mean, these things we don't know. Yeah, we don't know how old. We don't. Yeah. But with that timeline, it's just like, that's how crazy it is. And especially with, I'm starting to recently get into the 1900 timeline of even some weird things that happened in the 1900s with, you know, World War Two and different other events that cover up this supposed thing. I mean, Tartary and, and this, maybe this Tartary. lost empire that, that, I mean, it's just, it goes so deep. But then again, it's like we wanted to talk a little bit about why it even matters, you know? You know, why does this – and that's the biggest thing for me is is, is why, how do we get more people involved in, into looking this stuff up? Because the more people look it up, the more small details we find that fit, you know, that, that will solve these other problems we have. I don't know. But I, I just figure out that it, it does really, really matter because they lie to us about the history, about who we even are. I mean – complete cover-up of a hundred years is just um it's just crazy to me to think that we don't know what happened maybe over a hundred years ago it it really mm -hmm. just affects me on a personal level for me at least just because i i just i don't i don't get the how that's possible but then again it takes what two generations to wipe someone's hair you know memory out or something yeah i mean people today are barely paying attention to what their kids are learning in school they don't have time for them you know they drop yeah. them off at school yeah. go do their slave jobs work come home, put them in front of a TV. And I'm not saying everybody does that, but the majority do. So they're right. already out of touch right now. Anything to take um, them off so their hands. So within just two generations right now, you could completely change a lot of key points in history. And then you work into, like, say, a new written language, which now in our digital age, we've kind of breached that point. You know, yep. we have mm -hmm. archives. Totally. But that could be lost, too. Easily. You know, oh, easily. Or taken so from easily. us. Easily, yeah. You know, I mean, the devastation, whether you believe in this weapons, directed energy weapons, like what they say is happening in California or not, that type of stuff probably does exist and probably did exist. Yeah, definitely. And more. Sure. You know? Yep. We have, I mean. Not, to, not from a fear standpoint, either, everybody. Like, I'm completely, yeah. I've been down the fear road. I'm completely against all fear-based anything yeah that's the back to why is it important yeah get back I to that. that if we you know if we disguise where we came from and our history we never really truly know um where we came from you can't <laughs> relate all of these instincts that we have and you know these these feelings that we feel so strongly if you don't know your history you don't know the source of these things and yeah. and, and where you're supposed to go where you're supposed to put your energy in exactly you know? me personally yeah. i'm tired of the pointless grind you know yeah. i've been successful in multiple businesses i've been blessed beyond measure none of it's brought the peace yeah um yeah. you know it's i have definitely... a beautiful wife beautiful son um beautiful stuff i have lots of skills very mm -hmm. blessed but I don't have that peace, so that's the big driving source for the journey. I think that society yeah. and everything yeah. takes away God and the Creator, and I think that's the big lie, the big distraction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, for sure it is. And that's the empowering situation, because whenever you look at it, you can't really deny that it is designed, that there is a Creator. Um, and then... Perfectly you, designed. You kind of feel a lot more specifically based... And then mm -hmm. you start looking at everything and how rapidly these resets or whatever have happened. And you start wondering what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then all of the control structure to me seems to boil down to like a spiritual battle. You know, you have yeah. to kind of sign away your control. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to kind of relinquish it. Um, which is nice because whenever you realize that 
is what's happening, you don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion. Definitely. I totally agree with that. Yep, definitely. You become much more significant. And uh, when you are significant, you know, that completely changes you being cosmically insignificant and you can do whatever the hell you want with your life you can decide because what does what does any of this matter this is your personal life you are here to serve yourself yeah you you all of a sudden realize that no man has power over you because you don't give any man authority over you exactly not to speak anarchistically but you know you you don't give anybody a power over you in the same breath you don't have power over anybody else Yep. So you don't treat yep. people yeah. like you have power over it, and that's the most you know, yeah, same thing. It's very leveling. Natural law, all that good stuff, but they take away the creator. I think totally. Science, think. religion almost takes away the creator. You know. You know what's yeah, crazy is, is is we learned this like not too long ago too is like, you know, with religion, with history, with all these things, we we second guess it, we we t- we pound it with hard questions, we do all these things to like try to rip it apart. But with science, science is the only thing that we just take. You know, we just listen to it. Because scientists are smart. Yeah. And that's what's crazy, though, is that we we do. We have these ideas that that people are doctors are smarter because, you know, they're doctors. But doctors doctors always second-guess themselves. I mean, like, people always make mistakes. Nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Yes, always. And so we can't say that scientists, they know everything. That's impossible. It's impossible to say that, and then whenever you hear them say these unbelievable numbers, billions of light years, and all these things, and it's like, dude, you have no idea. How? There's no way, and no way you could ever know how far these things are apart. And I don't <clears> believe <throat> that they're far apart, anyways. But yeah, just whenever you get down to it and where it comes from, yeah, it's just crazy. You know, how you the experiments find out. that they did, the processes that they did to actually find out how far light year is, and all that, and their numbers are a calculatable errors, which would be acceptable. And be not attainable without a measuring system greater than what they had at the time, you know, like atomic clock. It's crazy when you get into it. Yeah, like and that's what every experiment is, and everything's based on like one experiment that is not repeatable, hasn't been repeated, mm-hmm. and was obviously done with technology and methods above its time. Not always, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. Then you have suppressed stuff like, um, rife. You know, who could uh, eradicate disease with just sound and light frequencies and energies. You know, and he had microscopes to see living organisms and stuff, stuff that hasn't been seen since. That's another thing, people. Everybody thinks that we know what all this stuff looks like. The electron microscope is basically like splattering paintballs around a silhouette. Mm -hmm. That's not a good picture. Another version of the electron microscope is like bouncing rubber balls off a silhouette and then taking a 3D snapshot. Both are really <laughs> shitty. Like, it's really shitty. The computer renders everything else. Wow. Like, That's and it kills it. This. It kills yeah. it. So there's not moving structures in electron microscope either, unless it's mechanical. Wow. So That's crazy. Any of those germs moving or viruses moving that look like they're the microscope, Yeah. those are not the microscope. Unless it's, again, not electron microscope. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you can look at cells and you can look at stuff optically, but whenever... You get below the wavelength of light. You can't magnify it with light. Did you ever get your microscope? Yes. How'd that go? 
Um, you know, I looked at my blood and I couldn't see anything cool. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. Like I lost interest really quick. I I looked at the slides, the pre-prepared slides. Those were pretty cool. Uh Um, but the optics and the glass quality and the cleanliness and all that wasn't like perfect. So I cut myself and put some blood on a, (laughs) I I think I cut myself not on purpose. And then I'm like, Oh, this is a good time to put it on a slide. Good for you. I don't really know how it happened, but it it was not what I expected it to be. And I just didn't carry it much farther, but I do have a couple microscopes. So I try. That's awesome. And that's the biggest thing for me is just looking at it yourself. Like just trying to observe it yourself. Cause that's you're the, you yourself are your biggest, like, you know, go to source, I guess you could say like, you know, for me, like the first time I started looking at like, just planets and stars through telescopes and like all these pictures and stuff like it's not what they say it is it's not what you think it is when she's it's just bright lights that's all it is yeah, it's twinkling. not yeah it's literally yeah. not a physical object it looks like these plants it's just crazy that like what they tell us and we just feed on it like oh my gosh yes i want to get think, more and then think, on that note sorry go ahead Um, Well, I was just going to say, I think one of the uh, biggest things that we tend to do when we start observing ourselves is we will discredit ourselves and think, well, I'm not a professional. I'm not, you know, a scientist, so I don't know how to do this. Or, you know, I'm not, um, what's the star? Um, No. Um, I don't. No, what's the study of stars called? Oh, um, astronomy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not an astronomer, so, you know, I, I don't really know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about this guy. I can't yeah. observe and know what I'm seeing or saying. And I actually don't know. I just could point out the Big Dipper or something. Right, yeah. right. But to a point, that's true, except that we are natural senses. That's something that we've been taught to discredit, and it's one of the most in tune things when you learn to listen to it and, yeah. you know, really find your own. And so... Like personal observation is such a valuable way to get to get any sort of information, but it's remembering not to discredit yourself just because you know you haven't read the right books or paid the right tuition. Yeah. Yeah. Not only don't discredit yourself, but don't look at it through your, your probably wrong idea. Mm-hmm. perception. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And we have to do the same. Oh yeah. yeah and it's I mean, hard. our perception Sometimes... is not infallible. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. we always play what's called thought games where yeah. we'll do like extremes of what it could be. Yeah. That's and that's fun. really good and we're not going to get into any of those but play thought games where because you, you have know, to be open. Yeah, you really you, do. You never know. You have to tear your Think perspective open the because coolest most awesome person and also the most vile person and play out scenarios of both and yeah. you both will probably be wrong but you have to be able to do that. Yeah. You can't think someone's innately bad or innately good because of X just like a scientist can't be always right. Yes. Yeah. He's a scientist. Yes. And then again, like you said, have faith in yourself. Always. Yeah. That's Definitely. the thing is your eyes. You gotta trust your eyes. And your stomach. Yeah. Your gut. <laughs> yeah. Trust your True gut. that. Yep. Oh my gosh, we've gotten into that a lot. And you know, I think I, I, I really wanna um kind of focus in a little bit on um I don't know, do you guys want can we talk about tartary a little bit? Is that okay? Like just a little bit about what we kind of know already and kind I'll of how it fits into the timeline. I'll allow it. Okay. So I, I, cause I just want to mention like, cause it, it, once we start talking about, you know, why it all matters and you kind of get into that and stuff, it, you have to like start thinking about, okay, like how, how obvious are these things in our, in our lives and how, how like blatant are they? And, and especially if you look at the maps 
and how like Tartary is like you can easily find out that it was a place, yeah. but they don't tell you about place, it like at all. Like, maps, you've never heard about it. The but Griffin you, insignia. Yeah, and that's what's so weird is that like there's yeah. everything around you says Tartary, all these symbols, all of these like you said the um, the Griffin uh, Griffith is that what it is? Uh, Griffin. Uh, gri- Okay, yeah, and the Phoenix and like all these different like characters, like they all came from them and these emblems and stuff. Yes. And then especially if you look at like how everything works as far as uh architecture and how it all matches all along, you know, United States a little bit and then especially in Asia. Um, yeah, where is this from if it's in the United States? Like who are these civilizations that yeah. were settled over here and over in <clears throat> Russia and Yeah, we up supposedly in built and... it, you know, ourselves and like Little Rock, Arkansas story, there was Oh my what, gosh, that mm-hmm. was crazy. Twelve to thirteen men in the eighteen whatevers. Yeah. But, yeah. 17, but all of them were master men. stonemasons and couriers and laborers because they built this giant yeah. city by the time they had 200 people 40 years later yes okay always please. an amazing church or yes. cathedral you An know unbelievable that, yeah. that was built way bigger than could house all the people there not to mention like who builds these things yep. who yeah. funds these things and that's what i challenge everyone to so, do is go go to these cities and stuff and read these signs and read these cities. planks that you don't yeah your cities and like no one ever reads these things like, just go read what they tell you on these walls and these signs about your about your city and it's unbelievable the stuff they'll tell you right there and he was just saying that little rock when we were just in little rock and we saw a sign that literally said in 1817 there were 12 men and what eight girls like it was just it was crazy to to see that they blatantly told you that some like okay first off how was this even possible that these people and and then like only 20 years later they're like like thousands of people were there this city was a huge city City, utah yeah i mean you name it like Salt Lake City, Utah is a good one. That was because that one, not like a lot of it, that just all built up in like what a couple of years. Yeah, like from their timeline, it went from like fifty-four men to a completely built city in what I don't know, thirty-four, very 50 short timeline. Yeah, very short. Skyscrapers, out of stone, everything. Same with uh, California and like the great um, earthquake in San Francisco and how the whole city was destroyed. The whole thing. And look at those pictures. Yeah, destroyed. Built up, completely built yeah. up. Skyscrapers, everything, 1900s, and then completely leveled and then completely built, built back, back up, up again. Yeah, again, these resets, these some sort of, I don't know. We don't, I mean, I have no idea. Yeah, but... whether whether those were connected to these major ones or not, it's just, it's crazy what we can do, what we've done. Yeah. Yep. What we don't know. Because star forts are crazy, yeah. the tunnels are crazy, the ancient grids are crazy. Speaking um, of star forts, artificial coastlines yeah, are crazy. Yep. Statue of Liberty's on a star fort. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, no I one mean, knows it's that. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah, that's that was and unbelievable right to me when I first found out. Like right in front of our faces. Yeah. And they're beautiful say? and crazy, and we don't even know why they're built. Yeah. Like some are obviously defensive mm-hmm. or have they been modified to, you know, a lot of them have stuff underground. Some of them are on top of the hills and like completely buried. Like somebody put another mountain of oh. dirt on top of them. On our way back from this city that is a few hours away from us, uh, we decided to stop and visit this historical site called the Mounds. Um, yeah. I don't really know. I think that's oh, is that one called. of the mound builders, Native American hills? 
Yeah. Supposedly, it's yeah. Like, Supposedly, yeah. yeah. Huge pyramid-like things, and they're like, oh, yeah, they carry buckets of dirt and jerk off. Not really. I, I get weird whenever I, <laughs> whenever I say how stupid the, the official story is. Uh, my apologies. Go ahead. No, but, yeah, well, that's so significant, and Kendrick can say it's more, is it, it they match up and line up to the solar alignments. Yeah. These buildings and stuff, and that's a lot of the his pyramids, like the pyramids too. pyramids, yeah. Um, so, first of all, they're... Their actual architecture um, layout was extremely thought out and very um, celestial. And so as interesting as it was when we went and saw them, it was kind of underwhelming because they looked like hills, um, like actually just hills. Like, I don't but know again, how it, anybody would have noticed them, yeah. but uh, it wasn't until I went on to Google Maps and I put it on satellite view and zoomed out or zoomed in. And, uh, they're in like, like perfect, like square spirals all the way in like square with rounded corner spirals that go all the way in. And that's what builds up this mound. And so even like now in present day, when you see that picture, there's no grass growing there. The ground is different. You can see like what built the mound, but what they don't mention is there are also these grid lines that are all around the site too, oh. that you can see. Same sort of thing. Yeah, go ahead. Well, just while we're talking about the grids, um, I tried to show Chetley some stuff not too long ago, but an important thing that I've noticed in a lot of these walkthroughs is the timeline. If your yes. Googler yes. has a timeline, that timeline is a lot. And again, I think we have all that available to us, unedited, Yeah. because we have to have it available to us. Yeah. Exactly. For a part of it. Yes, it's crappy. Yes, it's not like a red carpet. Here's the answers, you yeah. Fs. But it's there, you yeah. know. Why do you think the truth would be there? I saw a thing that said, what would be the hardest thing to do to explain to people if you went back like 100 years? And the answer was, explain to them that we have a device in our pocket that has all the answers to every question ever asked in our pocket. And I use it to look up kitties and porn. I've seen that yeah. same exact thing you it never know. occurred to me that it clearly limits our knowledge right there yeah and i don't know what they said i'd put that stuff in it but no that's yeah. what it says that's what's so tough <clears throat> and, and that's uh, that's i mean that's what really changed my life forever and that's why i think i'm a completely different person than i was even a couple months ago because i i saw that the lie that society was bringing to you was it's all about money it's all about your tech it's all about your best thing. It's all about this. It's all about that. It's all about being the Joneses. What's next? What's, on What's top? next? And and it's the illusion. And that, even for the kids, it's, that's the saddest thing in the world is is seeing them on their phones. And we talk about it all the time. I mean, whenever we were kids, we were outside playing all the time and stuff like that. But we just talk about it. No one's taking action. I mean, our society's changing in front of our eyes so fast. And it's not going to be even close to being the same anymore. And who knows what's going to happen in a couple of years? Who knows? But it's just we need to open our eyes. And we need to start looking at things around us because it's right there in front of us, but no one cares. No one cares. And that's what's so crazy is to think that how could we not care about our story, about our fate, about the truth, and about what the hell happened. And about where we're getting, you know, drugged to as a yeah. society yeah. or led to. I mean, it's so Definitely. deep. And why. It's so deep. Or who we're here for, yeah. personally. Yeah. yeah, why we're here, like what yeah. we're supposed to do. Exactly. That's a big who thing that serving. I'm on, like... The void, how to fill the void. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because I've been blessed with everything and it doesn't touch it, you know, like Tell us there's about the answers. Void. So I'm just tired of 
tell you about the void? Tell us yeah. about the void. Okay, yeah. so the void's this thing that I've identified that is hungry. And we try to fill it with stuff. We try to fill it and make it not hungry um, so that we can be at peace. And we fill it with experience. We fill it with possessions. Um, it's a new phone. It's a new computer. It's a new girlfriend. It's a new car, house. Um, it's whatever. It's the next thing that's going to yeah. make that thing. void yeah. not mm -hmm. hungry and bring you happiness and peace. Because I was blessed, I reached, I reached all these plateaus that I thought would make this void like shut up mm -hmm. and I never touched it and it, and then I'm like okay well I got to work for myself okay well I got to be free okay I got to be more free I got to be financially free whatever all these different forms of freedom and freedom's still my kick and I'm still a proponent of it but um it doesn't free. touch the void and it doesn't bring peace and like I have everything people yeah. like I, I'm not a millionaire I have no mm -hmm. money but I have everything I have cool spots to hang out at have cool people to do stuff with, not all the time, but enough of the time, and a wonderful family and health and all that, and I'm still empty as far as what I'm supposed to be doing for society, for my fellow man, for myself, yeah. for my family, for the future. Yeah. Like, I wanted to become the person that my family, like my parents couldn't become. I wanted to be happy and teach my kids how to be truly happy. I think my parents couldn't teach me because they couldn't be it themselves. Mm -hmm. I think they well, couldn't be yeah. it themselves because... They were poor, broke down in a society. So I'm like, okay, well, if I have money, then I'll have the means to the end. Well, come to find out, I don't know what that end is. Mm -hmm. And right now I think that it's filled a void. Yeah. yeah. So it's I... It's almost... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. Are you finished? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's almost like um, the void. It's it's present in every one of us. Um, and so it's almost like it's a universal thing that is shared between all of mm -hmm. us. And had we find had we found like the right uh channel we could you know tune into each other and that you know would be yeah i don't even know how to describe it but and i it think that's what like... we're trying to do yeah yeah and we're just trying to help you guys feel this this space of you know we're that, that a, something happened i'm on a journey yes personally financially like all in like i'm all all into this yeah to figure out yeah. How to fill the void so that I can teach people how to fill yeah. the void. And this isn't like like I like I said earlier, if they're selling it, it's not true. If mm -hmm. they're whatever, it's not true. Um but in that same breath it has to be sustainable and perpetuating. Yeah. You know, so right now I'm putting all my time and energy into my infrastructure so hopefully it can take care of me so that I can figure out how to fill the void in whatever mm -hmm. capacity and then turn around and teach people. Yeah. Because yeah. that's all that I care about. What helps or what's important first is recognizing what you're using to fill your void. Correct. Um, sometimes it's shopping. And, sometimes and it's... control it so that you can yeah. be the master of self a little bit better. Exactly. I mean, yeah, just to give exactly. you guys an idea of, of the kind of playing field that we're on and, and how different. I mean, you have to give these things up. I mean, TV, all these things of just the society's pushing in your face, news, anything news. I mean, like, just oh, push it the all news out. Now. Quit all this the stuff. News. I mean, it just—it's not feeding you. It's not helping you out at all. It's telling you lies, just like we talked a little bit earlier about the fear and like how they put this fear on you that that doesn't need to be there, and you can just <clears throat> just throw it off, just because that's the biggest thing to realize. And even when you look into some of the stuff, and you might think it may may be scary or not, but it's not because you realize that we are now in a controlled. It's it's just crazy yeah. how. 
it's everything. Uh, yeah. I got, can I give an example yes. of not being afraid? Yes. All right. So the other day I help people. I love helping people. I think it's my calling, my skills I give to people. These people like broke down. So I'm like, hey, I go out there, gas, tire, something. I got it. Let's take care of it. Um, this was a flat tire. So we tried to air it up, whatever. Typical they looked Matt. a little sketchy. I didn't want, you know. I'm like, oh, no problem, no problem. I'll bring the air compressor to you. So I filled it up. My compressor's humongous and annoying, <laughs> but I drug it out there. Yeah. Air up the tire, huge hole. I'm like, I could plug it. It could probably work. What do you think? Um, they're like, yeah. And then they're like, no. What? Why don't we, you know, put the donut on? I'm like, okay, well, the jack's over here. So they drove by the house. Well, come to find out, they're all gangbangers. They're all in a gang. They just left a funeral. One of their buddies got shot up. Um, Whoa. Oh, you know, right. and these are like the real deal. These are gangsters. And mm -hmm. we live in a small area, so these are Hispanic gangsters. God knows where from. What was this? Um, this is like two weeks ago. Three what weeks ago. What if these are the same people that the blood was from? Remember? Yeah, who knows? But anyway, so these guys are out here, and I help them. And they're appreciative. And I said, you know, the good Lord. I said, either the good Lord or somebody smiling on you guys today, not knowing that they'd left a funeral. But that touched them because they're like, yeah, our buddy, you know. And, mm -hmm. um, but I helped them and I let them know that like God was blessing them because that's like my purpose, you know. And like yeah, consider yeah. yourself blessed and whatever. That's and amazing. Now I have three or four Hispanic gangbangers that won't shank me. Yeah. So, yes, that's right. Yeah. So now I'm less afraid by being in a situation yes. yeah. without fear and yeah. I have more protection from it. So yeah. take from yes. that what you will. But yeah. And had you, you know. gone into that situation. And those people probably have a different respect for you look whatever. Yeah. You know? No, I whatever. totally agree with that. You know, That's the biggest like... thing I've realized, with, especially with going with you, especially uh, like a lot of different places, Matt, is like there was even that one time of us in the parking lot and like this guy just on uh, with all honesty that we don't know who he was. Or, I mean, just out of nowhere with his son asked for money and or just even a job just to help him out and without question i mean that's you and that's you're there and i think that's the the best example to make is that it's not our place to judge it's not our place to ask it's our place to trust that we are doing what we can to help out and do best you know sometimes it's money sometimes it's food sometimes it's helping someone cross the street i mean it could be anything but if your gut is telling you to do it but your mind is telling you to jealous and think of only me then obviously something's wrong there yeah yeah never judge mm -hmm. yeah. when you're giving yeah. or like try to balance you know how much to give yeah if you're like mm -hmm. if you're like i should give them everything in my wallet and you open it up and you're like oh there's a 50 dollar bill some bitch <laughs> let me give them this 10 well <laughs> yeah. maybe that's what you were supposed to do but yeah. if i was told to give everything and i didn't i'd be like son of a yeah, I, I owe that guy X amount of dollars because I would get hit yeah. and I'd be like, he didn't deserve it. And then I would get hit with a scenario that, that when I say hit, these are again, yeah. mind games I do myself right. based on reactions that I have with my body. Um, where it comes from, I don't know. That's again, talk yeah. for another day. Um, I, and that's the thing is it, the reason why I bring all this together is because, um, is because the, our mindsets are so different, you know, like from everyone else and even, even close people in our family, just being able to see us and they notice these differences. They look at us and like, something's different about you guys. Like, I love that because they see that, but then they don't want to change though. And that's, that's what I'm getting at is if you're going to start looking into this stuff and start looking into the truth and, and the things that are around you that there are people are lying about, like the most simplest thing, the most, the biggest lie in the world, everything is, is, is there for a reason, I guess, you know, like, 
It's it's all there to either have a mind game on you. It's there to trick you into something. It's there to give you fear. It's there because of this and that. It's there to make you feel insignificant. It's this globe. I mean, everything is just there to make you feel insignificant. And like you're a little piece of dust floating in space that there's no chance and that anything matters. I mean, what what's the point of living, you know? Life is so different on this side. It is. For sure. It is so different. You're so right. Yeah. That's a good point. And valuable. Yeah. Every experience. And more intertwined than you believe. Mm-hmm. And more reactive. Yeah. To your interaction. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's so true. And yeah, where do you want to go? Biofield tuning. Mm-hmm. Um, like plants. Yeah, I, mean, I like know. Crystals. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That sounds weird. Plants, crystals, but no, really. <laughs> here, I just want to throw something weird at you. Um, yeah, so mice. And... I just learned this not that long ago. So animals, a lot of animals have this collective stuff, collective learning, collective stuff, mm-hmm. separate of time and space and everything so Hmm. if you teach a rat a new maze say it takes rat a two minutes Mm -hmm. right and then you ship that maze wherever and have other rats try it they always do it faster always after it they like magically learn from collective whatever so crystals you grow crystals crystals are chemical compositions minerals whatever grow out of all sorts of different stuff so you make a new crystal. I don't know how you make a new crystal. New chemical concoction, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's slow to grow. Mm-hmm. The next time that crystal compound is put together, not only does it grow faster, but it is imprinted with the original structure of the first crystal that grew wow. out of it. Again, you're, you exact know, regardless wow. of time and location. So crazy stuff. We don't understand this reality. Not we don't understand the mind. Yep. We don't understand where we reside. Um, so those are questions that science doesn't do. They don't do where's the soul, where's the mind, where's the consciousness. They yeah. don't do this. Um, yeah, they quantify stuff with quantum terms, but it's magic, you know, <laughs> superposition and quantum entanglement. Um, the crystal learning stuff, the animal learning stuff, mm-hmm. the biofield. There's so much more to this world than that little bit of reality that we learn in yeah. school. Yeah. And quite frankly, that little reality we learn in school needs to get thrown in the trash where it belongs. Cause reality is a stretch. That's probably all lies. Exactly right. We'll get there. Yeah, and I, again, I don't want to, you know, go too crazy. So again, I think we should kind of wrap it up a little bit. I think we should each have like a little closing, art, uh, little statement just of what you guys think. Uh, for me, it's just uh, keep your eyes open. Um, it's crazy. I mean, the amount of, I understand, uh, you know, I have been yelled at, I've been screamed at, I've been cursed at about the things I believe in, even for my closest, closest friends, people I never even thought, they. I thought they had my back, I thought they were, you know, I, and all I did was just bring up these topics, just bring them up, I didn't even argue with them, and they just flipped out and said I was the biggest idiot that ever walked yep. the earth, mm-hmm. and that's what's so crazy is that don't be, If it's, it's just crazy that we as a society can hear something like that and freak out so heavily, but why, I mean, you, you again, it's like, why are we freaking out about this topic that it might or might not be true? And you have such a big debate about it. And it's like that right there should show you that there's something there. Mm-hmm. There's something there that every sensitivity, sensitivity. Yes, exactly. And why are we so sensitive? To some of these topics. And I think it's because it's true. 
because some of these a lot of these topics are so true maybe not in the exact format we're telling them but there's something there that our hearts and bodies connect with so just be open and just know that whoever's talking to you is telling you this because they love you especially you know uh, with us and our family I mean I hope our family and everyone knows that whenever we talk about this stuff it's not because we're trying to start arguments it's because we want to show you that there's something more out there that that is is so much bigger than any of us combined you know that's yeah, my absolutely yeah um i mean yeah i guess i'll go uh <laughs> yeah i mean definitely agree with uh where chelly was going with that and you know just understanding that you know we are saying this stuff because we care and and not just because we care and we want you to know but because we know how it can change your life and just knowing a tenth of the detail or scraping the surface, that's not going to get you into the depth and empower you to really start to see and feel every experience differently, differently and intimately. It's, and that's where we're trying to pull everyone to is to really just see what this whole charade is and then be able to be completely just like a blank, fresh start and know who you are and be able to be that free person. And, um, so yeah, it's just about really pushing yourself further into this stuff because it's not going to be comfortable. You're going to be leaving behind a lot of relationships or comforts or habits or all kinds of things that you've spent a lot of your time in and it's home. Yeah. It's really home to you. And so this isn't an easy journey for anybody. And, so that's important to remember when taking the journey or taking someone through this journey is to just remember that it's all about just the connectedness of all of us and trying to just trying to do good. Man, you gave me so many talking points. I know. I, know. I just <laughs> lost them all. Um, but yeah, it is a journey. That's a good point. Um, and it's a journey that we want to drag everybody down. But it's so crazy. Where do you start? Where do yeah. you whatever? Um, a big thing that, you know, you guys said that you need to be open through this journey because it will shake you to the core. Oh, yeah. I call it the great unlearning. That's what <laughs> I'm going through. <laughs> and, I mean, literally, you throw out stuff every day. Um, just little things. Um, talks for another day. But, yeah. like, I picked up a rock. And whenever I first looked at it, I knew where it came from because science told me. Yeah. And when I really looked at it, it's a whole nother realm. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's, um, that's a whole show in itself. But yeah, be open spiritually. Be open, you know, just to what you see. Because yeah. it's crazy. And just where I was six, seven months ago. Seriously. Um, yeah. And then years ago, you know, it's all just completely different. Completely different. Completely different. Yeah. Um, not so much my perception. It's always slowly evolving. Um, and becoming more aware, yes. you know, more in tune with not life, like, oh, I'm in tune, I'm perp, not at all, just like more observant. Like, mm-hmm. I found moss and lichen to be beautiful, mushrooms mm-hmm. to be beautiful, yeah. different forms of life yes. that would have been discarded before are now looked at and appreciated. And seen. Um, oh, and yeah. seen, yeah. And then the bounty that it can be offered the fruit that can be provided the food that can be provided and the interaction that the plants and animals have um and then just trying to apply that to ourselves and you know just going from there 
That's exactly right. No answers. We have no answers, just a crap ton of questions that I want to ask with everybody. Yep. And as as we move forward, that's one thing we're going to be uh, doing more of is getting – as getting your questions answered to from the audience and just if you guys have any questions we'll set all this stuff up i just wanted to get this first episode out there and let you guys hear it and if you're interested just leave a good five-star review or or just comment because we just love uh hearing feedback about what we can do uh thank you guys so much and uh we'll see you soon this is the muddy pass podcast peace, peace out. out peace bye